This is Up and Country on 93.7 The Bull. It's powered by V Livecast. I'm your host, Sue Bonzel. Let's get this show started. He has written songs for Garth and Trisha and been on stage with both of them. I am so excited that Mitch Roselle is here. Mitch, how's it going? It's going good. How are you? I'm fantastic. So, I mean, you've got quite a resume. We have a lot to talk about today. Uh, tell me about connecting with Garth Brooks. I mean, the biggest thing in country music, you're writing songs for him and Trisha. How did all of that come about? Uh, you know, it's a crazy story. I, um, <laughs> to to kind of put it into a, a nice little bow, I, I sent him an email. <laughs> That's how it all started. So Wow. I sent it, yeah, he was, cutting, uh, he was cutting songs for uh, his first record back when he came back after his break, and I got a hold of a pitch email and sent him four songs. And, wow. Uh, and now, so you've written, okay, so I, so we've got this, uh, Ask Me How I Know, mm -hmm. number one song. Mm -hmm. That's pretty exciting. Uh, <laughs> All Day Long, that's yep. the duet uh, with Blake Shelton. Okay, so, we know so who he is. So Dive Bar. Dive Bar. Oh, oh, that's, oh, that's Dive Bar. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. Yep. Okay, Dive yep. Bar, that's one. Okay, and then uh, that's what cowboys do. Correct. I mean, this is, this is so cool. And now, I mean, what is that like? I, it just blows my mind. I'm just a little like starstruck when I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like you're working with, with Garth Brooks. Like, do you guys like hang out and stuff? Yeah, we do. We do. We, uh, <laughs> we play basketball a good bit and, um, just go for walks on the farm. Just, you know, he's just, he's always been there for me. He's, he's a really good man. He really is. He's, um, he's been, uh, he's, he's taken on a kind of a little bit of a father figure role for me. Um, I lost my dad when I was a kid and God mm. always has a, has a, funny way of bringing good men into your life to help you know help right. you know mentor you whatever it is and he's just been a great <clears throat> sounding board for life in general um i've gone through a lot of different life changes over the past you know five to eight years and he was always there for me every single time and, and always had great advice and so we've become really close and uh he's just someone i really admire and respect a lot outside of even the music thing and then uh, right. you bring that in and it's like <clears throat> the guy's a legend. I mean, he's he's the greatest. So absolutely, pretty amazing. Yeah, it is. And so now you've got a new song that you're you, a duet with Trisha Yearwood. Ran into mm -hmm. you. I love this song. Uh, and there's there's Thank one you. line in it uh, that just struck me. And it was uh, I ran from God when he got too close. And I'm like, mm. man, yep. where did yep. that come from? Yeah, you know, I, I think I'm a runner naturally. Um, <laughs> I I just when I, when I start feeling that, that, you know, that discomfort of someone getting a little too close, I just, it's not, not even voluntary. I just have, have always done it. And I, it's taken, taken me a lot of years and a lot of like self-awareness and just a lot of growing and, and hurting people, not meaning to, you know, just hurting people right. around me, not meaning to do it and, and seeing that it was me, you know, that was the problem in a lot of that. And, and so, uh, you know, I've grown up a lot, still, still fight it, you know, like we, we all have those demons we got to fight, but, but yeah, yeah. When God's trying to, trying to push you somewhere because he knows us where you need to be, I'm, I'm the first guy to stand up and go, well, wait, but, but I want to go that way, <laughs> you know? Right. So it's, uh, yeah, yeah. It's definitely real for me. I write, I try to write from, from a real place and the, that song is definitely very real for me. You, you do. And now you have that song 2020. Uh, and I mean, that's like got like multiple millions of views on YouTube. I tell me about writing that song because that song is like that's about unity and bringing us together uh, with, with everything that's going on. So tell me about that song. Yeah, yeah, uh, that song, man, what a what a 
godsend that song was uh you know i had the idea for it back in like probably mid 2020 early 2020 i'd have to look in my my voice memos to see exactly but but yeah i had the idea and i knew it was was really neat um but it was something that needed to be written the right way and and written really well and so i sat down with my buddy dave turnbull we, we write a lot of songs together and he's a great songwriter and we started messing with some stuff and it just didn't <clears throat> it just wasn't coming out we were having a fight a little too hard for it you know and I, I do believe you have to you have to work hard and fight for great stuff. Um, I, I'm a definitely a digger when it comes to writing, but it, it was a little too hard. So we we put it on the side for a minute, and then uh, a few months later, it was it was December of 2020. I was writing my buddy Phil O'Donnell. Um, we call him Phil Billy, and uh, he's a great dude. Written some some great songs, big hits, and and I we were throwing out ideas, and I said, man, look, I've got this thing that Dave and I started, <clears throat> and uh, we just kind of put it on the back burner and. And if we're if we're gonna, if I'm going to write this thing, it needs to be written now because you know we're running out of daylight here. And uh, and I told him the idea and told him some of the lines we had, and he was like, "Dude," because I love that. I said, "He said, please, let's write that." And I was like, "Okay, cool, let's do it." So we wrote this the song. We wrote all the lyrics pretty much, um, and finished the song out. And it was a totally different melody, totally different. Wow. It was like minor. It was in a minor key, and it, um, it was it was just very different. And uh, Again, I, felt, I always tell people, you know, I just, I hold the pen. Uh, that night, God, I felt like God just kind of lightning bolted me and went, hey, you need to mess with this melody. And I just, I just completely changed it. And I sent it to both of those guys and said, hey, I don't want to, you know, I hate to, I hate to like make these big changes unilaterally, but what do y'all think of this? And they both were like, man, this is, this is great. It's better. And uh, wow. so, so yeah, we, we went and recorded it like the next night and or that i can't remember but it happened so fast we recorded i think the, the next night or that night on piano with gordon mope and uh i put it up on tiktok and it just the next morning it just started like spiraling like out of control crazy numbers so it was it was a wild ride for sure so that's okay so that's just one of the songs that came out of the pandemic i'm, I'm assuming you wrote a lot of songs in the last two years how many songs did you write while we were while we've been going through all this stuff you know, it's funny. Actually, it's the opposite for me. Really? I, I, uh, yeah, I was telling a, a buddy of mine yesterday. I met with a, a friend that I've known in town for years, and I, we were catching up because we hadn't seen each other in so long. And so he was he was giving me his pandemic breakdown, and then I gave him mine, and, he, and I was like, "Dude, I just couldn't hardly write because I was, uh -huh. I think because I write so much about like life, mm. and we weren't really living a whole lot of life <laughs> during the beginning of the pandemic. We were just kind of all sitting around and." You know, it was just like there wasn't much going on, and it was just hard to be inspired by the stagnation, I guess, you know? It's so hard to I, write a song about yeah. Netflix, you know? Yeah, exactly. There's only so many you can write Yeah, about, about the show you've seen four times. So, yeah, it was it was tough for me. I mean, I wrote some, but it wasn't like a normal, normal amount of writing for me. And I struggled. I think I struggled, too, with the Zoom thing because I, I like to be yeah. – <clears throat> there's an energy with human beings, with, with whatever you're doing. Sure. It doesn't matter what it is, but – with songwriting for me, it's that energy in the room with a, another human. It's just cool. It's a cool dynamic that you can't you can't always get through a, a screen, you know. Yeah, so it was you're, tough. You're right. Tough it's, for the, me. it's the energy, especially in doing something creative like that, where you're expected to be creative and to be open and and let it flow. And it's like, man, when you just don't have that energy, it's just oh, it's a little bit harder to get it going. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, hundred percent. so so you have do you have three boys? I do. Yeah, I have three boys. How old are they? They are uh, the, well. Let's see. My oldest will be six in April. My young, or my middle will be 
three in April, and then we have a five month old. So oh my goodness. Yeah. Now I think there's I think there's a song that you sing with with one of the boys. Is it? Uh, so is it a song about you talking about the one about about my dad and about my son? Is that the one you're talking about? I was thinking of a different one, but I want to hear about that. Okay, so that's the one I'm saying, talking about. It's not out yet, but I have played it a couple of times live. So which song uh, are you are you referring to? And I think I saw a video of um, Baba Black Sheep. Ah, okay, Baba Black. Yeah, that's a cl that's a, a classic, classic in our you know, house. Classic. Yeah, that's a that's a big classic in our house. Yeah, that's that's every night. So <laughs> multiple awesome. times, sometimes. Yeah, no, I, I love some of your. I've seen some of your your videos, your TikToks with your with your kids. I mean, they just are adorable, and I, and I know how important it is for you to be a dad uh, yeah. to them. So what's like the biggest message you would want your boys to know from you? Uh, well, thank you for saying they're adorable. I appreciate that. I agree with you. Um, so, wow. Um, gosh, that is tough. So many things. I would say <clears throat> be yourself and always try to do the next right thing. Yeah. If that's I just had the, to make I, something quick. I think general. the be yourself, the authenticity. I think yep. that's, um, yep. Be, yep. Be who you're going to be, right? Amen. Be find a way to get comfortable in your skin and don't be afraid to, to be that person. I'm, I'm still working on that big time. I think um, we all are. I think we all yeah, are. I think yeah. it's, you know, we're, we're all a work in progress, right? <clears throat> yep. Little yep. baby steps, baby steps. Yeah, so I want to raise my boys to be bold, you know. <laughs> right. So go out there and just put it out there, you know. Doubt something. Um, and now you gave out your, your, your text number. Mm -hmm. And so, and you were, you were doing a, a promotion with your album, uh, by the way, my best friend, she bought it and she's like, Oh my God, I love this album. It's so great. Uh, <laughs> great. so you've got, you've got you. fans out here. You. Uh, and it was really funny because respond on these text messages. And at one point I was at, I was thinking to myself, I saw something and I was like, Oh, I should send, you know, Mitch a text message. And I thought, what are you a stalker? Like you weirdo, <laughs> like why? Like he doesn't know who you are. Have you had anybody like stalking you? Because since you've given out your text number, <laughs> um, no. I mean, there's been a couple of like strange texts where I, unfortunately, and this is just the reality of of I guess being in a position of of having some public you know, awareness and I guess um, a fan base and all that. You know, you, you're always gonna have a couple of the people who um I, I don't know if it's bad intentions i don't know if they just have some mental issues i don't know what it is <laughs> but they'll say something and you just you just kind of have to let it go you know yeah. as much as i i have a, a a real issue like i um i have a hard time not responding to everybody um sure. because you know at least once um if you text me you know chances are you're gonna at least get a response to that i can't respond to everybody i have like sure. 1100 people Right. texting on the on the app so I, there's i'd spend all day if i if i was going to respond to everybody but um but i do try to respond to you know as many people as i can and when i see them and um but yeah there there are some you know there are some questionable things that come through sometimes where you just have to go you know what i'm gonna let that one go i just gotta I just gotta move on move on you know so right well i mean i i appreciate you you do such a great job with you know connecting with your fans in that way and and in keeping them inclusive in what you're doing i just i just love that so i i, I appreciate you giving out your text your text line you know? hey i appreciate <laughs> you saying that I, I i do try i do try i feel like i fail all the time to to get back nah. as much as i should should but it's it's nice to hear that i appreciate it so so plans for 2022 uh what's going on in 2022 what's happening well, we're definitely going to be releasing music. Um, definitely working on a lot of content right now. I've cut a ton of songs. 
um, and just trying to trying to just create community more and more uh, with my fans, especially the ones who really really connect with what I do and really love what I do. I want to I want to um, do some, I'm doing some really cool things right now, taking some steps to do to build a, a platform and a, and a, a community that's going to be really unique. Um, and we haven't hard launched it yet. We've soft launched it, but we, we're going to hard launch it pretty soon. Uh, just trying to bring that that community into where we can have a really cool relationship and, and I can share stuff with them and they can share stuff with me and all that. And then and then on the on the more macro scale, just trying to continue to just chip away at, at my goals, you know, um, just trying to hopefully eventually be on radio if I can, if I can, uh, you know, get, get to that, that point. And then just, just really just trying to reach my potential. That's what I always kind of think about and try to focus on. Not, I'm not walking anybody else's path. I'm walking mine. So Absolutely. trying to focus on that and just reach my potential and what, what God has planned for me. So are you writing any songs for, for anyone else besides Garth and Trisha? <clears throat> you know, I, I don't pitch a ton of songs. Um, I like to kind of keep them back because I, you know, I do, I do, you know, chase, I'm pursuing the artist thing and I want to have plenty of songs that I love that I can, you know, that I can have for, for my records. Uh, but I, I do pitch sometimes, uh, but you know, it's, it's hard to get because there's so many great songwriters in town and well, yeah, yeah, but yeah you, and a lot you got of artists. the resume. You got, you got oh, Garth well, and Trisha on the resume. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a pretty, pretty, uh, good, uh, couple of people to have on there for sure. It helps. There's no doubt about that. Definitely. Well, when I have my guests on, I like to play a little game that we're going to get to okay. in just a minute. But if you'd be willing to play a song for us. Okay, sure. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah? I can do that. Let me grab okay, a guitar. Cool. Is that all right? Yeah. All, all right. right. He's, me, he's got a couple of guitars to, to select from. This is, uh, this is a song I wrote um, for my wife. We had only been dating a few months at the time. But I was really inspired, you know, because I was in a new relationship and wrote this song and just made it up. And then it's crazy. It, it, it's like it became our life. It's really cool um, just to, to look back. And it seems like prophetic. It's really weird. But uh, it goes like this. Well, I've never seen Venice or slow danced under Paris lights. Stood by the pyramids or hiked up the Great Divide. Well, I've never been to Times Square to celebrate the New Year, and I've never seen Willie Nelson live. And if I never get to, that's alright. Cause I've seen you with your hair down and your bare feet. Cash reported life. Some 
may say I'm missing out But that's a lie Cause I've seen you and your songs on And you're singing words that are all wrong And you swear to me that that's how it goes And I've seen you in tears fall Cause the episode that you just saw Felt like more than just a show So if all I lose Live in this small town with you you so much for playing that i yeah. i love that song i've heard that song i've heard it on spotify uh Dig and it. that's one of my favorites so thank, thank you, you for performing that one it, it has such a heartfelt uh, message as well so i love that thank you i really appreciate it i'm glad you dig it i, I do i do <laughs> all right you ready to play a game uh i think so uh, hope, okay it's so. not a musical <laughs> game don't worry we're just gonna okay, do, we're right. just gonna do something fun it's not really a game uh so okay. we're gonna play right, a round of firsts okay you ready okay okay here we go. What was your first car? A 1996 Pontiac Firebird. Ooh, the Firebird. Nice. That's right. Yep. A little they redneck, like... but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Did your friends make fun of you or anything with their, their big trucks? Uh, no, no. I, I, it, was, it was considered pretty cool, I guess. Uh, I was into muscle cars. I was just really into muscle cars, just anything muscle car. So, and I couldn't afford a real muscle car, so I had to get a newer, cheap V6 version of one. So, hell, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Firebird's pretty, yeah, that's pretty hot. Not bad. Hot. Not bad. Yeah, okay, not bad. That's a, that's a pretty impressive first car. I mean, really. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. It was, All right. It was okay. It was, yeah. First tattoo. Uh, it was the, I've got a, a bird right here that I got from my dad. Um, and yeah, I think I was like 24, 25, somewhere around in there. And, yeah. and how many, how many more after that? Oh uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I added onto that like a, a arm piece and then I've got over here and then I've got two here. I think that's it. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah, good. So, yeah. I, I love it. I, it's kind of a, you know, it's like a personal question. Yeah. But, yeah, but yeah. people want to know, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, these these have been seen in probably, you know, pictures if I have a tank top, but, you know, I don't, I don't think I, I've ever had any, anything that showed these. So not right. that they're like bad. I just, right. they've just never been seen. So <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Okay. We know, now we know about Mitch's ta tattoos. Uh, let's see. First car accident. Have you been in one of those? You know, I, I, accident is like, I consider an accident like a full on. I've, I've had a couple of like, like bumps, you know right. what I mean? Like little things. Uh, 
I guess, well, I, no, I, I did get, um, I don't know how I forgot about this, in, in like a month and a half period, no joke, I had only been in Nashville for like a year or two at the time. I got rear-ended twice on the interstate. Really? In like a traffic jam, yeah. And oh, man. one of the times, the car freaking took off and, didn't, you know, just like basically left the scene. And uh, so that was pretty crappy. And then the other time they they didn't. But yeah, it was like it was like within it was in like within like sixty days of each other. It was crazy. Wow. So okay, well you so, got yeah. that out of your system then, right? Yeah. Thankfully, I've never been anything too too serious. Hopefully, it stays that way. Yes, exactly. Well, well you yeah. know, good good energy around that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> okay. When was your very first on stage concert? On stage performance? Oh gosh. Uh. It would have probably been at like a festival. It was either, I think either the Strawberry Festival or I think, think the thing called Down Home Days back um, back near where I grew up. Um, and I think it was one of those two, first time I ever played on stage. Yeah. And how old were you? Uh, I was probably 20, something like that, 19, 20, somewhere in there. And how and how was the first performance? Probably, for from my perspective, it was probably great, but <laughs> in reality, it was probably absolutely horrible. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's that's the reality. Yeah. No, you know what? I doubt it because I honestly, the way that I look at it, even for people who are like you know new new to it and everything, it's like you got to have the guts, man. And I give kudos yeah. to anybody who goes and gets on a stage and plays for people. You got guests. Yeah, yeah, I get that. It did take me a while to get comfortable. Uh, and sure. I, I mean, even then I wasn't comfortable, but I, you know, you just do it anyways. You, you know, well, you know that the more you do it, the better you're going to get. So I was going to say, it's just like anything else. It's like, you just kind of yeah. get, you get in the groove and the first couple <laughs> ones are like, you look back and you go, oh my God, that was horrible. Oh, and now you're like, nope, I'm better. Yep. I keep getting better. So we were all Good. scared to death when our mom or dad dropped us off at school that first day. And right. But you know, I mean, I don't really know many people that weren't scared, at least nervous a little bit. Of course. But then you, you figure it out, you know, so it's yep. just like anything else. That's what we're doing. We're, we're figuring it out for sure. That's right. That's right. Okay. What was your first job? First job, I was uh, picking up golf balls at a driving range down the road from my house. Yeah. I was, I was driving the little, the little you golf cart. the cart? I did. Yep. That's fun. And so do you I golf did. also? I do. That's like my biggest hobby for sure. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm an so avid golfer. What, yep. That's what you're doing when you're not doing music, right? Oh, absolutely. Well, yeah, when I'm not wrangling these kids and, right? you know, doing something with my wife or whatever. Yeah, I try, I try to play as much as I can. I built a the wall next to me here. I built a uh, golf simulator in that room. That was like my... That was like my one gift to myself. I didn't buy any cars. I didn't do any, any... I'm not a real extravagant dude. I didn't go on any trips. I didn't do anything like that. I, I bought a a launch monitor that I had been wanting for so long when I had my first number one, first hit. So I so, yeah. love that. That is perfect. Yeah. Yep. And then you can still be, I mean, do the kid are the kids like, are they interested? I mean, not the little, little one. But. Uh, yeah. So my, my five-year-old is, uh, um, let's just say he's very gifted, very Ooh, gifted. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been really fun. So some of my fans are aware. I've, I've posted a few videos. I really am wary cause I don't, I don't want to like, yeah. You know, I could probably create him his own page and there's no telling how many views he would get. Right. But I also don't want to like, I don't want to put that kind of pressure on him this sure. young. 
for yeah. for me i'm not knocking anybody who either does that's that's everybody's choice but for me i just i want to give him a chance i would love for him to play and chase it but i don't want him to feel like that's what he has to do so yeah, yeah keep it fun keep it fun because yeah. that's what it should be right absolutely should absolutely. be fun Amen. okay first kiss what was her name and how old were you <laughs> First kiss. Um, her name was Amanda, and I was, gosh, thirteen. I think thirteen, twelve or thirteen, something like and that. And did you have a, a very long, um, you know, relationship? Oh, it was really long. It was at least a month. I mean, oh yeah. my, hey, that's yeah. pretty good at thirteen. I mean, <laughs> that's come not on. bad. That's not bad. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty yeah, of was, uh... adults that can't even do that. You know. Yeah, yeah. It was a little. <laughs> A uh, little skating rink magic that night. Oh, at the skating yeah. rink, even. Oh, I yeah. love it. Yeah, couldn't so couldn't draw it up any better than that. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a song in there somewhere. <laughs> Epic fairy tale. Yeah. <laughs> okay. First time you ever drank a beer. <sighs> a beer. Or how, a about beer a, was, how about a beverage, an alcoholic a beverage? A beverage was like, yeah. Well, <laughs> I guess technically, this is a funny story. You're going to like this one. When I was a kid, um, you know, my dad, I would go see my dad every, every other weekend. And we were really, really close. But my dad had nothing, like no money. Like we lived in a tiny, tiny town in East Tennessee. And, you know, the cost of living was nothing. And we still couldn't hardly afford to even live there. That's how, you know, just... He just, he just didn't never had much, but um, one night I came and I was I was with him that weekend, um, and we we didn't even have money for like Coke, okay? So we drank water. You drank water because that's all we had. So I came in the living room and and uh, him and my technically she was my grandmother in law, but she was like a second mom to me. Um, and they owned a business together, and he he they lived in an apartment. They had a couple bedroom apartment just because you know split rent, and uh, <clears throat> and so. Um, I came in and they had this dark liquid in their glass and I, I was like, what the heck? Like, I can't believe y'all are drinking some Coke without me. You know, like I was just, I was pissed. And my dad, <laughs> he, he didn't even blink. Like he already saw the, the opportunity here to completely just get a huge kick out of this. So he was like, oh yeah, well, yeah, you want a sip? And I was like, well, yeah. And I went over and took a sip and it was a red wine and oh. I about puked. It was so, I mean, back then, it was so disgusting. It was probably cheap, cheap, cheap red wine, too. And they just started dying laughing. And so that was the first time I ever actually took a sip of something. I was probably seven or eight. And, you know, he just, he just thought it was hilarious. And looking back, it was hilarious. But sure yeah, so that was the first time. And then uh, probably 13 or 14, I had just a mixed drink, you know, just randomly. And then I, but I was never a big drinker. Like I even like through college, I barely drank at all. I mean, I'd go out and hang with buddies, but I was more of like, I just like I was an introvert. I like to hang out just with my my buddies. I didn't care to go party and all that stuff. So right. Well, do yeah. you, do you drink wine at all now, or is that did that? Really yeah, you know, that? my wife <laughs> surprisingly, I hated it for the longest time. My <laughs> wife has slowly won me over. I mean, I'm still a whiskey guy. Like I just you know, I'll, I'll if I'm gonna make something. You know, once once a week or something, I'll I'll mix up one of my you know bourbons and some ginger ale or something like that. But nice. but I do like some red wine. It it is it is good now. <laughs> yeah. So okay, good. We got the we got. I the wasn't skinny. scarred for life. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> scarred for life. 
it's a good story though because you think about especially as like parents you know where you kind of like well your kids are still a little bit young but you know you mess with them a little bit and it's kind of fun oh yeah absolutely absolutely <laughs> like, yeah you gotta hilarious. have fun with them absolutely <laughs> <laughs> and if anything he kind of probably deterred me from drinking you know as a right. as a young as a kid you know like because you go through late middle and high school you're gonna have an opportunity at some point and I probably was thinking, I ain't trying that crap. I've been down this road before. Right? <laughs> so, you know, yeah. That's funny that you might've... say that because I'm thinking about my, my mother back in the day. She quit a long time ago, but she was a smoker when we were much younger. And, mm. she, and I said, well, what is that like? And she said, you want to try it? And I said, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And never, it's ever actually, again. There's something to that. I mean, obviously, we don't, want to, we don't want to tell the cops that we're doing this. But, you right. know, I mean, it's, there's something to it. Like, if you get a, get a bad you know, experience with, you know, and correlate it with whatever it is you don't want them doing too young. Totally. Not a, not a bad idea. You know, yeah, yeah. he might, he might've knew what he was doing all along. Anyway. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I love that. Well, this has been so much fun. I'm excited for all of your big plans in 2022. Uh, everybody needs to follow Mitch on socials. Uh, just, we can just find you on uh, just Mitch Roselle. Yep. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much, and uh, we'll look forward to all of the fun stuff in 2022. Thank you, Sue. I appreciate the time. Thanks for tuning in to Up and Country, where we have new episodes every Tuesday. And be sure to visit upandcountry.com for all of the episodes and information about our VIP club, where you're going to get exclusive backstage access. And if you're on Instagram or TikTok, make sure to follow me, Sue Bonzel. I'll see you next week. <laughs>